at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. Sometimes we say that we'll never do, we never will, but as the saying goes, never say never. I pressed hard against the metal that determines the outcome of the next movements. I've waited and convinced myself that this is the right thing to do. She's continued to test my patience. I can justify this. I was upset at her constant deceptions. Yeah, that's it. Who blamed me for my reaction? My temperature is very high right now. I haven't slept in days or nights, rather. The four and a half pound ball was quite easily manipulated to the position that prepared me for a certain outcome. My breath slow and steadily anticipate the sound of a car pulling up in the driveway. My heart speeds up and shuts off as the door slams. Click, click. I have enough to do and finish this once and for all. Passionate adrenaline is my scapegoat. There's a slight glaze of sweat on my forehead. I raise my right arm. Being slightly heavier than normal, I reflectively see my continuing. The doorknob turns slowly. The keys jingle. The door opens and I release my frustration. At the sound of the first heel, my reasoning flashes before my eyes as I unload every single intention upon her presence, upon the impression that she is as she left me earlier this evening. I pause at the constant clicks in the silence of the room. <coughs> she coughs. The heels had stopped. There was no more frustration. I was free. And so was she. I no longer care whether or not I'm justified. However, my daughter would eventually ask, what happened? What do I tell her? What am I telling myself? I'm tired, I need rest. Like I said, I haven't slept. As a matter of fact, from my first discovery of the lack of her attention of our progress, I stopped resting. Maybe I should rest with her now. My right hand again gets heavy as I alter its direction. I have a new purpose. I just may be prepared to join her and her forever as if we were destined to be together as I prayed for so many late nights. Four and a half pounds of pressure will decide without reservation. I stand. The paperwork's already completed to the last period. She looks so peaceful. I would love to have peace as well. Click. Click. 
we're together now. P.S. If only I had been more of what she wanted me to be. It's very hot in here. No windows or cool winds. Just contentment, the heated pressure of eternity of the same. I hope my daughter knows that I love her. The barrel was still hot. The smoke made its way to my nostrils to infuse my senses instantly. How is this possible? The smoke smelled of perfume and highly scented lotion. My eyes opened to the occupied hand holding a remote. What the hell? I turned to look at her standing as if she was ready for me. I knew that she had just come from within the arms of someone else. Her pussy was way too fresh. I remember the aroma that her lips gave off even from a distance. Her eyes told the truth as her refurbished appearance had a more definitive explanation of untruth. Still as angry as I was, my obligation to her was the calming element. She never broke a sweat. In fact, she walked over to me and kneeled down to within an elbow's length. She pulled my sweats down with her right hand and with her left she reached inside of my box of briefs and she pulled out my dick by its base. Shit. Her eyes rose to find me looking her directly into her looking directly into her eyes as she widened her mouth to take in my dick's head and rim. In my efforts to show her my devotion to my commitment to her and us, I would always stop her just before she could reach the center of my shaft with her lips. Although I missed her so very much, and I do mean very passionate kisses and inhalations of my dick kept me occupied. I wanted her to know that it was still her pleasure that I longed for. So I stopped her as I've been doing so recently and lifted her to my lap, then to my shoulders. Finally, my face was completely underneath her revealing skirt that covered only a moist, pantyless pussy smelling of the beginnings of as well as the hidings of completenesses infidelities. Still I continue. I voluntarily replayed the images of her voluntary orgasms being given to her by someone that her heart now knows better than I. My dick rose with anger as my tongue filled her spaces with the buzz of my desire to recapture her as mine. She moans. I question her movements. Are they calculated or rehearsed? Are those responses meant for me? I become more aggressive with her clit and I suck as hard as my lips would allow me to while continuing to reach deeper with my index and middle finger past her G-spot. My dick hardens at the uncertainty that she'll allow me to fuck her as I once would as she reaches her climax. I know that regardless of how great I am, I know that if he has her mind and he has her body, the mind allows the body to complement its desires for. So once she realizes that it's my shoulders that she rests securely on, my mouth devouring her very essence, my vibrations below her that are the result of me pleasuring myself to the fantasy that she is providing me, and my head that she grips firmly as she releases her cum inside of my mouth enough to flow downward to my chin, 
chest and compound with my own semen from my ejaculation? Will she continue the moment or will she regain her composure and formally take her place in a separate sleeping quarter? As she has done so for over a week now. As she stated to allow us to better appreciate each other's presence. I don't know. Right now I am king. This pussy belongs to me. I will get this pussy and she will tell me that it's mine. I'm still coming. She finally realizes her release. And with a jerk to my face, her legs stiffen and wrap around my head, almost completely blocking my hearing. She collapses into my lap. My dick is within inches of her pussy. I slide him forward and her backwards so that they could meet once more. She opens her eyes and abruptly jumps out of my lap. Then she walks out of the room and into the bathroom. I hear the door clicking to its final locking. She remains there until I realize she wasn't coming out until I was out of sight. I stand and gaze at the scene of our passion. My chest is covered with mine and hers sweat. It wasn't as it used to be. I felt defeated as a man. How do I pray about something like this? It can't be right for me to pray for. I felt better inside of the dream. Her. I hope you didn't realize all of what came out of me wasn't me. just listen to controversy uh, it was a little bit different or maybe a lot different from the pieces that were in the other episodes but this one was written to kind of go inside the minds and the situations that happen with people as a result of you know domestic violence um, the instability of emotions when they're beyond something that you know, we can, before that moment, comprehend. You know, we're in relationships, and there are times as to where that person we're with knows how to push those buttons, and we know how to push theirs, you know. Even if it's not purposely done so, it's still possible for an unpredictable outcome to surface. And there are actual cases out there where something happened, no matter what it was, something happened, and someone ended up getting killed. And in this particular case, you know, the guy turned to himself and killed himself. So I learned that if nothing else, once you realize that you're in a relationship and that person brings more of the worst out of you than the best out of you, then it's time to kind of reevaluate, you know, maybe have a conversation with that person to see what page you guys are on. Because where you may see it as a simple misunderstanding, could really be something a lot deeper, either with that person or with you. You always gotta check yourself, always. So, no matter what, uh, my mother always told me, you know, if you get that upset, leave. You know, not just leave the relationship, but go take some time, go for a walk, but don't 
continue to feed fuel to the fire because you never know where it could go. And sometimes people say a lot of things they don't mean and you don't know how you're going to react if you've never heard these things from that person that you care so much about. And maybe there's some assistance that you need emotionally that you didn't know you needed up until that point. So this piece wasn't to highlight anything of the sort, but to really tell a story of how things can go horribly wrong and people not realize or not even be in the moment and be able to understand how bad it is at that point in time. And as the story's told, a child was affected. You know, whether it's one child or children, you have to understand that it's not just you two that are involved in this part of the relationship. So, you know, I thank you for listening. You know, hopefully you got something out of it. I know this was a, a bit different from what I've had before, but I did want to always give you different sides of the coin because there's really more than two sides. And as you start to listen more, you'll kind of see where we take it. Again, I thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments or anything like that, you can always leave us a voicemail or you can email us at channel82 at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-N-N-E-L, the number 8-T-Y, the number 2 at gmail.com. Thank you.